first podcast yes. because many people asked us to record our thoughts. People are about podcasts nowadays. Um, yeah, I like some podcasts too. I think it will be interesting though because I talk with my hands. So if you're listening to the podcast, imagine my mannerisms and maybe what I'm doing with my hands <laughs> as I'm talking. Uh, today though, we wanted to share about the root of rejection and how we have seen it show up in our own lives. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, I didn't really think of this before. Like there were times that I felt rejected, but we have a friend, Hank Cantors, who came up with a teaching that just shared about the roots that can get stuck in our heart and then their roots in our life. So we Mm -hmm. live out of them and half the time we're not even aware that we're living out of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, The analogy that I kind of like that helps me think this way, I guess I'm visual, is um, like sunglasses. Mm -hmm. You're wearing like tinted glasses and you're seeing the world through that lens. So if you have a root of rejection in your life, you're seeing the world through that, that lens of rejection. Yeah. And then half the time it's like, maybe that person isn't even trying to reject you. Um, and they do love you, but you can't see it and you can't receive it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, rejection had a lot of impact on my life and even my addiction. Yeah. It like fueled my, um, the way I was living really. Yeah. It was awful. Yeah. So I just want to read something to you guys about the root of rejection. Man is created in the image of God. His basic needs are met through love and communication. Mm -hmm. When rejection enters, love, security, acceptance, identity and recognition are denied the person. A person can no longer love or receive love. Rejection is a deep hurt that destroys the person. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's awful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I thought that maybe we could start by sharing like, how did we see, what are different ways rejection kind of came into our life? Yeah, so rejection can enter into your life many different ways it can even start entering before you're born Hmm. by a mother that doesn't want her pregnancy spiritually it can be passed on to you a root of rejection and that wasn't my case but i was born with deep rejection and i think it was generational for me Hmm. because i just felt a deep loneliness from when i was young and i want to explain some of the roots of rejection before i go farther because that loneliness Um, is attached to rejection and the root actually has different symptoms loneliness being one but it kind of goes down from loneliness to self-pity to fantasy to lust to insecurity negative self-image self-hate self-rejection fear of rejection timidity shyness jealousy envy depression and suicidal thoughts yeah So it's kind of like that umbrella, like rejection, Mm -hmm. it's a big umbrella. And then underneath it are these like symptoms or ways that you could see like, how is rejection showing up in my life? Mm -hmm. So if I think of ways for myself that rejection came into my life is I was made fun of a lot when I was younger at school. Kids are super mean, Uh, especially I guess when you're a ginger and you have big glasses, they're super mean. (laughs) I remember crying at lunchtime and like, 
times where like kids would circle me, mm-hmm. like a group of girls would just circle me and make fun of me. And it's just those comments, right? Like for me, there wasn't any physical kind of um, like abuse in being bullying, but words do hurt. Mm. Um, so that was part of me feeling rejected when so I was you, younger. So you started feeling rejection in, in grade school. Yeah. And guys, Deidre's hair was like bright orange, which I like. <laughs> I like gingers. But kids are mean. Hey? Kids yes, were... kids are super mean. Yeah. Um, like the parental relationship there um, not really feeling kind of secure in my home life Mm. Uh, if some of you have listened to me speaking before I grew up my mom was a single mom she had me when she was 15 and she was in prostitution for 15 years Uh, she's a young mom and that's a lot to carry Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah I saw it that way just growing up feeling like I never fit in anywhere in school in groups and then also feeling like I even didn't fit in my family and just all these spaces I didn't feel Mm. like I belonged yeah so so I can I can relate to a lot of like how rejection entered you in school because um even at home like I got a lot of love at home my Mm -hmm. parents did work a lot yeah and there was an emotional need that I, I really just couldn't get met so in school, like I just started acting out and, and, and trying to be funny and, and not only that, but just fighting and, and anything I could do to get attention yeah. to kind of fill that void. And it's like nothing could fill it from a young age. And it started getting me in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Um, but those are some ways that rejection can enter. But for me, like I started really living out of that. Like I just took that into my adult life. It seems like a lot of relation, relational mm. things, right? Yeah. So, yeah, and then you go in your adult life, say you start dating, getting in relationships, like, I don't know how many breakups you have, you you feel wanted, you feel unwanted. Like, it mm. flips back and forth. Yeah, like, you're basically trying to fill this void wherever you go. Mm-hmm. And people are trying to love you, but you can't even receive their love. And like for me, I just, I always felt like a deep loneliness too. Mm -hmm. Even when I was around large crowds of people deep inside my heart, I felt lonely, even though I wasn't physically alone, but I was living out of that rejection. Yeah. For you, do you have any kind of examples or ways that you saw it as you got older play into relationships, like dating relationships or? Yeah, I couldn't stay in a relationship too long Mm. because I would always feel rejected. It could be one word, it could be uh, the smallest thing. But like you said, I had on those lenses. So everything I heard was out of a place of rejection and Mm. that could be even confusing for the other person. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, relationships would end over and over again. Um, and I know a lot of people can relate because once things start happening, they want to receive love. But once that need isn't being met, then physical arguments start. Yeah. Communication breaks down. And it, it's so hard because like that person from the other side is like, I'm trying so hard to love you, mm. but it's not like getting to your heart and they mm. don't know like what is wrong so then it's it's probably they're just like oh we just don't work yeah we don't work we don't work we just don't match um and then they're like need to find somebody else who will love me better yeah <laughs> um and like 
Yeah, it's it's so interesting because like I know the the roots that we'll post actually in the comments and you can take a look at these different roots. Like I had all of them. Mm. Like I I was depressed. Yeah. I had suicidal thoughts. I had self-rejection. I would self-harm myself. Yeah. And my addiction was a form of self-harm also mm. because when I felt rejected, it hurt so much that uh, using um, different substances would help cope yeah. at that time because I, I couldn't get rid of this pain. Um, I was filled with insecurity. Mm -hmm. um, it was like awful. It got to a point where I, I was just living in, in pain almost, in torment. Yeah. Mm. You're trying to numb the pain. I'm trying to numb it. Um, yeah, I see a lot of those roots in my life too, like the root of rejection and then those symptoms we talked about underneath, feeling like lonely, like I never belonged anywhere, living in like self-pity, um, in spaces, feeling insecure, like that never good enough feeling, mm -hmm. I'm never good enough. And then this like spinning wheel of trying to be good enough through what I do. Um, but then that, like, you know, what mm -hmm. you do, sometimes you do it excellent. Sometimes it's an off day. You can't receive love just from that space. Mm -hmm. Like it flips back and forth. Yeah. And if my only value is coming from what I do, it's going to be shaky yeah. and unstable. Um, so I guess for me, I can share a few ways that I just saw rejection play itself out. Yeah. So one way is... It, it's like Brody said vacuum and, and I want to think of like a black hole mm -hmm. is yeah. people would tell me sometimes that they loved me. Um, I really noticed it clearly in our marriage. Yeah, or even, I would tell you I love you. Even dating. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. is you would tell me that you love me. You tell me good things about myself. And it mm -hmm. was like there was this block in my heart mm -hmm. that it would just like bounce off. It wouldn't, I wouldn't receive it in my heart. And there were even times when it's like I had another voice in my head saying, that's not true. Mm. Like you would say, I love you. That's not true. Or he only loves me because of this. Or, you know, it would always like second guess it and kind of push it away and not fully receive it. Mm. And I'd feel that kind of shutdown in my heart, which is really interesting. Mm. So it's like you're trying so hard to love me and just speak it out and do it. But there's this little like murmur in the back of your, your head, like in your heart that doesn't, he doesn't believe he it. He doesn't really love me. No. Yeah. Or he only loves me because I did this well today. Or like, you know, oh, he thinks that right now and then it will change later. Mm -hmm. So he's like, it's like you have this big black hole that he's trying to like, he's trying to give me love, but it just falls into this <laughs> abyss of nothing. And like, it's just lost. Yeah. It's lost. It's lost to my ears, lost to my heart. Mm. I don't receive it. It doesn't grow. Um, so I noticed that in my own life. Have you ever noticed kind of that? Yeah. Like, like for me, it played into all of these areas. I could mm. not, I could not receive love. Mm. I couldn't receive it from my family. I couldn't receive it uh, from relationships. I couldn't even receive, uh, people would say compliments. And it would just go right over. Like yeah. it, 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 I just couldn't receive any kind of affirmation or love. And even though I wanted it, which would send me on a pursuit to try to find it. Yeah. But it would, it was just like a snowball. Yeah. And for me, it went for like 15 years. Actually, the rejection led into uh, the loss of all identity. Hmm. Like I really didn't know who I was. All I know is I, I really wanted to experience joy and love and um the world couldn't fill it no like yeah. it really it really couldn't fill it 
yeah, we like chase after it and we're like, we just want to be loved. We just want to be loved, but we're not even able to receive it. Mm -hmm. So it's like this exhausting. Yeah. And you feel tired. Like I felt really tired. Yeah. Really tired. I had anxiety. I had so many symptoms, I guess you could say from this. Like in the end, I was filled with suicidal thoughts. Like I actually hated mm. myself. Yeah. Like yeah. I would speak those things. Mm -hmm. Not only that, like self-pity. Yeah. Like I had a lot of self-pity blaming everything on other people. Yeah. Um, and like you can see that this is, is generational. Like we talked about like parents not receiving love from their parents and then passing on the generations. Yeah. Like people try the best they can do. Try to love the best they can. But if you've never learned... But if you've never experienced it... Or, like, aren't in a healthy spot in your own mind or heart, how do you mm. love someone from a healthy space? Like, yeah. you can't. You can, <laughs> can't. you can only give what you have. Yes. You can only give what you actually receive, mm -hmm. um, which is why I think in the beginning of that, it said, like, we can't receive love and we can't really give it. Like, we're trying our hardest, mm -hmm. but it's, like, tangled up in this rejection and it's just so messy and it's mm. not coming out always the way that we want it to yeah, and you can see like even us talking about this how there's so many problems with relationships yeah like two people enter into a relationship filled with rejection or two people maybe they go through a divorce mm -hmm. and then they get married and they go through a second divorce or a third sometimes and it, it's it's continuing the ball yeah and pain more hurt more pain and you kind of like what is going on why does this continue to happen right yeah and it brings shame yeah the shame is like i am not good enough mm -hmm. like i am not good me if people knew this about me if this thing or that mm -hmm. thing the secret they wouldn't love me mm -hmm. so it's like this hiding like shame lack of vulnerability mm -hmm. out of fear yeah um so other ways i've seen it in my own life is suicidal thoughts so i wasn't aware of this before until i really learned about these roots and realized that there was a big root of rejection in my life yeah. that um i just wasn't sure why there would be some times where it would be like suicidal thoughts would be triggered in my mind mm. i i would be like what they just like it felt like they just came out of nowhere mm. but what i started to notice is a pattern is anytime i felt rejected especially if I felt rejected by Brody and he's not even really doing anything. Like maybe it was a tone of voice or something he said and I take it as rejection. My mind would instantly go to suicidal thoughts and I'd struggle with those for the rest of the day. I would find myself sitting in bed at nighttime or whatever, my mind spinning and it would feel that I needed to kind of escape that, um, you know, nobody would really notice if I wasn't around anymore. Nobody really loved me. I didn't matter. It just snowballed, like Brody said. It became this mm. big thing that now it's not just like I felt rejected from him. It's like the whole world rejects me mm. and I have no value and no worth and I might as well just die. Because there's no other way. Like you, you feel trapped, right? Yeah. And, mm. and, and you're so, you feel so scared and alone. Mm. But when I started to realize that that, thought pattern was being triggered by rejection mm. and that those thoughts weren't you yeah it was triggered from this root mm -hmm. the root was triggering these thoughts to come up yeah is it actually helped me like like it wasn't like from that point i never struggled with them mm. but i was able to see it 
in a different way. Mm. I wasn't just being controlled by that root and then like, oh yes, because I'm thinking these thoughts, because I think I'm worthless, because I think like I don't matter, they're true. Mm. I'm like, oh, this is coming from the root of rejection in my heart. Rejection is speaking right now. <laughs> wow. You know? <laughs> what are, that's a revelation, right? Yeah. Maybe some of you are even getting a revelation as, as Deidre talks um, about rejection causing those thoughts and rejection speaking. Yeah. Now, Deidre has had a relationship with God for a long time, since a young girl, right? Yeah, it's probably been 20 years. 20 years. Now. <laughs> now, how did rejection affect your relationship with God and oh. receiving God's love? Yeah. Like, I know you probably believe God loved you in your mind, mm-hmm. but did you really believe that God loved you? Did that affect your relationship? Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So it was like, it was that striving. I was always trying to be good enough, <laughs> faithful enough, Christian enough, whatever enough trying yeah and then i felt like that's what made god love me yeah you know um and if i didn't like if i did something that i felt was a sin or um that wasn't good then i would go into shame i'm not good and then i would separate myself try to separate myself from god of the universe (laughs) but try to separate myself by oh i'm not gonna talk to him the next three days or whatever until Um, I've done enough good things again to be worthy Hmm. to talk to him. And people would always say, God loves you. Like you're so precious to him. And my heart would, my heart wouldn't receive it. My head would hear it. And I would think that's really nice. Hmm. But there was that block again, just like with you, there was the block with God. And it's not because God didn't love me. And it's not because Brody doesn't love me. It's because my heart was really infested. Hmm. With That's rejection. Yeah. It was like... Uh, Taken over. Like the bad roots have, yeah. have it's overtaken. It's growing weeds of rejection. Yeah. And we need like some, I don't know, beautiful flowers yeah. in there. And so many of us are actually functioning um, out of this subconsciously. Yeah. We're not even actually aware or have the awareness. And you might even be getting that awareness right now yeah. as we're speaking. Yeah, I wasn't aware. Yeah, you weren't aware. Yeah, we're just ent- we were just walking like that. It's what I was familiar with. It's what I was used to. I wasn't to. aware that my addiction was being fueled by rejection. Hmm. Like yeah. it literally, like what a revelation when I when God brought that to light for me. Yeah. And the pain and the hurt, even unforgiveness. Yeah. Because what we can tend to do is we can look outside of ourselves all the time Mm -hmm. you're not this person's not doing this well this Mm. person's just loving me not the way i want them to Mm. um like an expectation yeah Mm. and it's like that vacuum that hole Mm -hmm. is they're trying they're trying but it's not it's going on deaf ears it's going Mm. on a a heart that isn't able to receive it and that's like the god-shaped hole people talk about yeah. That is in the heart. And we're not, we are not having that contentment in our mind mm-hmm. and our heart, this internal peace, this internal there, receiving. There, there is no peace no. when you, these roots are fully take root inside yeah. your heart. And you live out of that. It's just, it's, it's really chaotic. Yeah. Um, and then the smallest thing I noticed, the smallest thing of like, um, 
smallest criticism or even correction. Mm. Like we need correction sometimes in our life. But if we're really living out of this root, anything where people try to tell us something, even in like actual love of yeah. like, hey, I love you. I noticed this thing in your life. I think it's hurting you. We can take that as rejection of like, oh, you're telling me I'm not good enough or you're judging me. And then we get all in that self-pity space. Mm. So um, I've shared the kind of the black hole that like having the root of rejection, I wasn't receiving love even if people tried so hard or even with God. Um, and then the, the, the pattern of suicidal thoughts being sparked from that root of rejection. And then the last way I really saw it come out in my life is self-rejection. Mm. This perfectionist mindset, like this drill sergeant in my mind that was constantly like telling me I wasn't good enough and basing it on like, I don't know how I perform in every day or did this task or didn't do that task or even like a list that I made, like, <laughs> and then I didn't achieve it to the way I thought I should or in the time I should. All these like... Mm restrictions or rules i was putting on to be deemed good enough almost religion yes yeah. yes well it is religion yes <laughs> Caesar was trying to get to god <laughs> and and trying to yeah. to somehow even prove to myself that mm. i was worth something because i felt worthless yeah and there was one time that Brody and I were sitting in bed together and it's really funny if uh, you don't know me already sometimes i'm having this conversation with someone in this space and then God's talking to me in my heart at the same time two conversations at one I don't know um it's my life it's how I go so we were chatting one time I don't even know what we were talking about maybe we were talking about me feeling rejected or something and God gave my heart a revelation um and I felt like God touched my heart and said you reject your own self you have been taught the language of rejection from the way that you grew up. And now that's the language you speak to your own self. Because when you grew up, there was a lot of rejection spoken over you. With them out even noticing. Yeah. You know, it, it was, negativity. Yeah. You know, but, but it was so profound for me. I didn't realize I was rejecting my own self mm -hmm. in this perfectionist mindset and the way that I couldn't um, celebrate accomplishments mm. in my life um, or be proud of anything I did. It was always mm. I had to go on to the next thing. I had to do the next thing, trying to earn that like striving. Striving. Um, so I was like, wow, I didn't realize that. And of course, when I said it to Brody, he's like, yeah, I already knew that. But <laughs> God was already dealing with my root so I could start seeing things in a different lens now. And when we're not in it, it's easier for us to see it. But it's a different from him telling me he, he knew that mm. to God speaking to my heart yeah. and giving me heart revelation. Mm. So then I was like, I don't want to reject my own self. Like, I don't want that. So God, you need to teach me how to not reject myself. And what's the opposite of rejecting myself mm. is actually coming to love myself, be gracious with mm. myself, um, be thankful yeah. that God made me and live out of a compassionate space for myself like I would give others compassion. <laughs> so like, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So yeah, freedom from rejection. Yeah. 
there is freedom from rejection. <laughs> and Deidre and I will share some stories of, yeah, what freedom looks like, how it happened for us. Mm-hmm. And um, for me, it really started when I went to rehab. Okay. Like I did an inventory of my life. Yeah. And when I did an inventory of my life, I just started seeing a lot of things in a new lens. Hmm. I had a lot of unforgiveness towards people. Yeah. Um, Not just people alone, towards many different things. Mm -hmm. Um, The government, police. uh, Like everything. Everything. (laughs) Like all of the hurt and pain and everything people did to me. And I had to to release them. Yeah. So I did that. um, And that forgiveness brought a big release for me Mm. and kind of started me to really open my heart. Yeah. Um, And once I started to really meditate on God's love and practice sacrificial love, Mm. like not only forgiveness, but now let's act that out. Mm. Now let's start loving. Yeah. uh, Sacrificially. Mm -hmm. um, With boundaries, of course, with certain people. Yeah. (laughs) Boundaries are important. (laughs) Yes, they are important. (laughs) But as I started to, to, to meditate on God's love, uh, started to walk in God's love, I started to actually really start experiencing new things inside my heart. Mm. You were walking a different way. I was walking a different way. Mm. Um, different perspective. Di- different perspective. And uh, the process of renewing my mind. Yeah. It, it took a long time. Yeah. Like it took a long time to renew these new pathways in my mind, in my heart, mm-hmm. and the way I acted and the way um, that I would receive things because I started hearing those different rejection thoughts like you did Mm -hmm. but then I started saying no I'm gonna I'm gonna receive this yeah and what I'm really gonna receive is God's love Mm -hmm. I'm gonna open up my heart to start receiving the love of God and like meditation has been a big part for me on on scriptures Mm -hmm. meditating and speaking out scriptures and worshiping and practice practicing um just spending time with God in his presence. Hmm. Yeah, I think um, for me, what has been most helpful is I always tell people, be honest with God. Mm-hmm. You can't hide anything from him. Yeah. Like, and let go of the shame. Mm. Like, he's washed you clean. He's covered you in Jesus Christ. Come to him boldly and be real. So I would come to God in a lot of prayer times and I would say, God, I want to believe that you fully love me but i don't really so so you would talk with him yeah give me revelation to my heart god let this idea in my mind yeah god loves me go to my heart so i pray a lot i just be honest and lift it up to him god give me revelation of your love give me revelation of your love still praying like we can have even more god has so much love mm. that we we don't even i think i don't even think i get a sliver no i'm meditating like, I even, even more yeah like for this month so um asking god taking it in prayer um i take a lot of emotions mm. And thought processes to God also. I take it in journaling to him and I process it out with him. And like maybe there's a time that I was able to be aware and be like, oh, right now in this situation, the root of rejection is acting up. Like Mm -hmm. it's speaking. So maybe later on in the day, I will go and sit with my journal and write out the situation and just process it with God um, and ask him, show me my own heart, God. Where is this root coming mm. from right now? What is triggering it? Like, is there something that like 
Just let me know what I need to know. And then also, what are you saying? What is the truth? What are you saying, yeah. God? What, what is the truth? Yes. And those moments have healed my heart, I think, more than so many things in my life. Is really sitting with God and asking Him. After I vent my heart, I let out all the emotions, I lay them before Him. And then I say, God, what are you saying? What do you say about me in this situation? Now, did you forgive those that rejected you in the starting? I learned when I came to know God, I learned that forgiveness was very important because it was setting my heart free. Mm, okay. So that it doesn't mean that it was very easy, mm-hmm. but it meant that I continued to be willing to walk that out with God. Okay. And and trust him with that and ask him if I was having a really hard time forgiving someone because there's been some deep pain in my life. I would say, God, I need your help. I want to want to forgive them, but I'm not there yet. So help me. So really leaning on God and his goodness. And when you don't know something, ask him to reveal it. Mm. And then meditating on scripture, like Brody said. So finding verses on God's love and speaking them out like daily until you start to feel a heart shift, a mind renewal. Um, Like you can worship it and and say the verses out. Mm. Like dance. (laughs) (laughs) Dance in your freedom. Yeah. And... um, Also, I meditated for a while there on verses on being a new creation in Christ. Oh, yes. Identity. Identity. Identity, knowing who we are in Christ is so important. We're not rejected. In Christ, we're not rejected. So it's like, no, that's not true. So you have those, like, Mm -hmm. those words from God and his scripture in your heart now. So when the enemy tries to come or that root tries to speak, you could say, actually, hold on, no. I know the truth. Yeah, you're speaking right now and you're familiar and I'm used to this, but that's actually not the full truth here. So we're gonna hold. Meditate on the truth. Seek the Lord, You gotta seek God with a hunger. Yeah. And like hunger for me was such a vital thing, like an important thing. Like when I started getting hunger for God and hunger to experience something different, I started to really, really have breakthrough. Mm. And like I've shared it with a lot of people. I pray and ask God every day, God, give me a hunger. Give me a hunger for truth. Mm. Give me a hunger for revelation. Yeah. God, reveal your word to me. Reveal your scriptures to me. And as God was setting me free from rejection, I really started encountering him. Mm. Like physically, emotionally, uh, in so many different ways as I meditated. Because rejection wasn't in the way. It wasn't. It was like this wall that like... (laughs) And like now I hear from God so clearly. I receive God's love. I can walk in God's love every day Mm. and actually feel it in my heart. That's so good. (laughs) Yeah. There was one time that was interesting when I noticed the change was starting to happen is... I okay a lot of times I struggled with hearing this thought in my head you're a failure so much in my life Hmm. um, that it's kind of like this background noise that I got used to it was very discouraging though and it would flip my emotions to feel discouraged and like heavy and like really depressed and one day um, I heard it it was like you're a failure and I hadn't heard it in a little while but it came up again and then my mouth started speaking truth 
I didn't even intentionally plan to do this, but I was so done with this voice telling me that, that it's like I got fierce and out of my mouth came, I am not a failure. I am learning and I am growing and that is okay. Hmm. So it was starting to break down that perfectionist idea of that all or nothing. Hmm. You know, and I shocked my own self that it came out of my mouth and I was like, oh wow, what is in our heart comes out of our mouth. Hmm. So what we speak about, if you notice the way that you speak, it's what yeah. you believe in your heart. You will hear the rejection yeah, it come will, out. Yeah, it will come out. Listen or, to yourself speak. Or when you start to have new mind renewal mm. and heart healing, the the goodness will start the to come out. The goodness will come out. Yeah. And like the more, most powerful part of this is like the freedom, the freedom that you and I have experienced. Like... I don't have depression anymore. And mm-hmm. I did go through a lot of depression. I spent a whole year where I never thought I would smile, mm-hmm. where I, I never experienced happiness or joy. It was like a dark cloud was over me. Yeah. I don't have suicidal thoughts anymore. Wow. I don't have anxiety anymore. I don't have fear. I don't have fear of man. Yeah. And really now I can walk out of this place of just receiving what God has for me every single day. Yeah. I, I don't have self-hate anymore. Because you're like, I'm loved by God. Yeah. I, I receive. <laughs> I'm loved by God. Everything is met in that place. Yeah. Inside my heart. And we want to stress so much. It's not just a head knowing. Yes. It can't be just a head knowing. It's a heart revelation mm-hmm. that you're like, oh my goodness, I'm loved by God. Oh my goodness. You and know? like, it's like one of those aha moments. Yeah. <laughs> and like Deidre was just explaining, both of us have so many different encountering experiences of like, aha uh-huh. oh yeah. my gosh that is when it's coming right into your heart and really your whole reality changes mm-hmm. everything changes when it really just comes deep down inside the core of your being yeah i noticed times too like i told you in the beginning that it would be that black hole yeah. that like i love you okay that's great that's great that's mm-hmm. great not receiving it it's just like mm. <laughs> um but the, then i started to notice the times where my heart actually felt softer and more open to Brody mm. and where he would tell me he loved me and I actually believed it. And I was like, wow. <laughs> and I think sometimes too what happens in us feeling so rejected is we actually reject other people mm. and we don't realize it. So Brody's trying to love me and it's like I'm pushing him away out of fear, out of rejection. Mm. Even though I want to be loved by him, it's this weird cycle mm. and mess. <laughs> Um, and if people reject me now, I'm like, okay, <laughs> it doesn't affect me. <laughs> that's the thing too. That's been super helpful to realize Yeah, is a lot of the way that somebody functions to you. A lot of the time just has to do with their own heart. Mm-hmm. So you're able to separate yourself from others in a healthy way of, oh, that person was really cruel or mean to me. That's their own heart stuff. I'm not receiving that. That's mm. not mine. That's not, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's it's just incredible. Maybe, Deidre, let's just share uh, one more uh, story of a revelation God gave us. And then what we'll do is we'll pray for our viewers. Yeah. Because we know as we uh, speak about rejection, God has been bringing things to light for you. Mm-hmm. you he's bringing awareness to you. He's showing you the root of rejection, how it entered you. Yeah. And yeah, we're going to pray that God can in- encounter you like he's 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 done in our life. And I want I want to encourage you guys mm. 
to ask God for the strength or the faith to begin to believe something different. Yeah. That, that there's a possibility, there's another side. that You don't have to live forever with these lenses on that like taints the way that you see things, that they could actually be taken off and you see differently. So be encouraged, hopefully from our story, that there can be a different way of living things out. And does that mean every day is perfect? Or like <laughs> I remember you, you saying, know? is this ever going to change? Yeah. Like Deidre would get so frustrated. Yeah. Like I've been meditating for so long, but she just kept going yeah i i kept pushing keep going asking god for strength but it's going to be different uh for everyone yeah um how god encounters us how he meets us because it's a personal relationship he has with us Mm -hmm. um but believe he has better for you yeah believe he has better for you and one one really one revelation will change you yeah just one even I'm thinking of that scripture verse. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. I believe it's in Romans 8. And mm-hmm. it tells us nothing can separate us from God's love through Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Nothing. No and, word, and it, lists, rejection. it lists all the things, you know? <laughs> nothing. So that would be a good one maybe to just read over, over and over again. And nothing will separate yeah. me from God's love. Nothing. Um, so that's just so good. So I, and, I, and I just want to share... Uh, about Galatians okay yeah you guys know the verse where it says I have been crucified in Christ Mm -hmm. Brody no longer lives Deidre no longer lives but Christ now lives in us Mm -hmm. Christ lives in us through faith and he loves us and you know I had a revelation of that one scripture Mm -hmm. and my whole life changed yeah I was like fighting and fighting to overcome different things in my life, addiction, doing so many things, a lot of the time even in my own strength. Mm -hmm. And one day God gave me a revelation that all of the struggles that I was battling, he took it to the cross. And I I know we Mm -hmm. know that in our mind. But when my heart really received that, oh my gosh, I could just jump up and down. I, I, I was so free mm-hmm. in that moment where I realized I don't need to battle anymore. Mm. He's did it. It's done. It's been crucified. It died. And I'm a brand new creation. Brand new. Yeah. Like it's... you read it. Oh, Brody, you're a brand new creation. You're like, that's You're a nice. new creation. <laughs> but honestly, if your heart receives that you are brand new, yeah. everything, your whole life is delete wash, wash clean. <laughs> yeah it's washed lead like all of that stuff and now you're brand new in christ brand new identity brand new start and not only a brand new start every single day and you're learning to walk it out mercy. yeah what does out. it mean to walk it out right yeah. have grace you're learning to walk it out mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you can have the the moments of an old pattern mm-hmm. old rejection pattern coming up Oh, you're able to see it differently. Hold on. This is the rejection Mm -hmm. pattern I'm used to having play over and over in my life. No, that's not who I am in Christ. No, I'm brand new. I don't receive that. God, give me strength to walk a new way. Yes. Yeah. Ah, all right. So good. You guys (laughs) might have lots of comments. Feel free. Uh, Just comment uh, below. Um, Send us an email. Uh, We will put the roots of rejection so you can overlook we're gonna pray for you right now and yeah we're gonna believe together Deidre and I 
that you will encounter the love of God, that God will meet you in this place, and that he will reveal things to you. Mm-hmm. We can't, but the Holy Spirit can. Yes. <laughs> so I guess I'll start. Yeah. God, I thank you so much for how you have walked with us in our lives so far and how you will continue to walk with us in our lives, that you are so close, that you are so loving, you are so compassionate and gracious. God, I thank you for all of the revelations that you have given me and Brody, Father. And I thank you for the revelations that you will be giving the people that are listening, God. Father, may they just continue to come before you real. Mm-hmm. God, real and vulnerable, knowing that you are loving and compassionate and you bring healing. You are a healer. You are a deliverer. So God, I just pray that whatever it is you just showed them in a sharing or speaking, whatever you're kind of highlighting or pointing out in their lives, God, I pray that they wouldn't ignore it. Mm. I pray that you give them strength to take it to you and to let you um, unveil things a little bit more and just bring your beautiful healing, God. So I pray that you would just continue to lead everybody who's listened um, to this, God, and continue to just, we just pray freedom, your freedom in their life. Mm -hmm. God, your freedom from rejection in Jesus' name. God, and may they walk a new way, Father. Yeah, thank you, Father, for the awareness you are bringing everyone right now of their own heart. Mm. And I pray in the name of Jesus, Father, that you would put your lenses, God, as Deidre and I talked Mm. about, your glasses, how you see Jesus, Mm. God, that you would put that over the lens of rejection. And I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would touch those places deep inside their hearts, God, and that right now you would tangibly be able to receive the love of God, Mm -hmm. that God's love would touch those places and fill those places and give you revelation that you are never, ever will be separated from the love of God, that God's love would tangibly be felt right now in your heart, his presence, and that God would bring a deep healing to those wounds deep inside your heart. I thank you for what Jesus is doing right now in your life. Mm -hmm. I pray as you meditate that God would give you revelation and wisdom and a hunger. And I pray that you would be encountering the true living God right now as we pray. We thank you for what God is doing right now. And we give God the glory. We give God the praise in the name of Jesus. And I just felt like I wanted to say, if you're listening or watching and you're like, "Mm, I don't know Jesus, (laughs) I don't really know what you're talking about, I I just got to be real with you. And God, God's Holy Spirit, Jesus, they're the only ones who have brought any deep, deep, deep soul, heart healing in my life. Other things have been helpful yeah i tried a lot of other things helpful yeah but not freedom yeah not freedom so if you want to learn more about jesus Mm. you could totally message us and we'll share we'll just share more of how Mm. we've encountered him and how you can encounter him too because god is not just for us Mm. god is for everyone god wants relationship with 
every single person and he made a way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. receive it <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much for listening yes and yeah we hope it was somewhat helpful mm-hmm. and we'll see you guys again. god bless you <laughs> bye <laughs>